That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cliff here. Quarantine sucks, and usually I lead us into each episode, but Brady seems to have been through the ring. So here we go. Welcome back on this beautiful Saturday, everybody. The fellas are back, and this week both fucked and got fucked. Yesterday sucked, and now the work week ends like shit. Nobody knows what to do, and the rewards for a well-done work for a well-done work week are minuscule, just like my brain power to read this sentence. Getting home, getting drunk, and playing Xbox just doesn't have the same feel as it used to. But we remember, Saturdays are earned, not given. You only get 52. Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast. Thursday night, or at least used to, before fucking Corona dumb bitch came into my life. Oh, <laughs> man. Sorry about that. But I knew how hard it is to bowl one strike or two strikes in a row. But Cliff did the feat of bowling 12 strikes in a row, which equals 300 pins. A perfect game. How do you feel about that? Dude, I'm not going to lie. It was super easy. <laughs> I... <laughs> I went live on Instagram. Um, I uh, so the reason I did it, I was on uh, I was on some social medias uh, the night before, and uh, I saw one of my buddies was going Instagram live and playing like one of the hardest game, one of the hardest uh, Guitar Hero songs on Expert, and I watched it for like a minute and a half, and I was dying, and I was like, maybe I'll do this and like maybe try and bowl a three hundred on the Wii. So I posted on Instagram on my story and was like, I'm going to try and bowl 300 tomorrow at two. Tune in if you want. And then like three people messaged me and was like, yo, you got to make it five so I can at least tune in after work. And so I did. I changed the time because I'm a man of the people. And uh, I went live at five and I was done by 515. How many people watched? Just a marathon, man. Yeah. um, I think after I looked back at it i think like only 63 people had watched i mean if you think, I mean, think I, about it though like <laughs> you said you're going live to go wee bowling 63 people is a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is a lot but like i mean yeah it's it's kind of funny that people like actually tuned in like uh a couple people were super pumped i had some haters i'm not gonna lie I won't name any names, Jack Thies, but some people said that uh, it was rigged and that it was pre-recorded. And I was like, that was just right in the moment cliff. Like, that was all purebred. My God, yeah, people this really UFC. That, that ignorant that they have to bring, bring you down at this time after pulling a 300 yeah. on a Wii? Yeah, it was rude. I'm not going to lie. Where does, where I wasn't does Thies pumped. get off? What a jerk. 
Uh, in Sawyer, Michigan, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but it was sweet, though, because I, uh, like, my jokes were rifling off. The enthusiasm was there. I had some chats in the comments. It was fun. Um, I did a, a little who do you think you are, I am kind of thing. It was great. I love that. <laughs> um, I came in. I was, I'm not going to lie. Before I even went live, I wasn't really feeling great i was having i had just done a bunch of schoolwork and like anxiety was peaking and i was like fuck i don't really want to do this and then immediately when i pressed the live button and the Wii was on something clicked and i just i just felt it i was like this is this is what adrenaline is and i have missed it i have missed it dearly so this is what this is what all the pro athletes were talking about <laughs> This is what LeBron said. This is what LeBron means when he says, "I just miss getting out there, getting getting the feel <laughs> of the crowd, and playing for the best fans in the world." I miss playing in front of my sixty-three viewers. <laughs> Speaking of LeBron, I actually tweeted this out the other day. I thought it was actually a really good tweet. No likes or retweet. Thanks a lot, guys. But um, <laughs> I said that if they make a Space Jam two, like Ray Allen's gonna have to play Michael Jordan's role and. LeBron's going to have to play Bill Murray's role after that, after I watched that Spurs. <laughs> You're just talking about the corner three and that's yeah. your only yeah. area of expertise on yeah. the situation. Yep. <laughs> that three was wet though. Dude, that was electric. I, I don't, I don't like anyone on that team and I don't like that they won. But that was a sweet turn of events that just led to Ray Allen, like, stepping back, stepping back, stepping back. Yeah. Everything, like, went perfectly. He got the ball at the right spot. It just gave me fucking PTSD to North Carolina Duke this year. And I just, like, was so pissed because I know what happens next. They go win game seven. And then I remember that North Carolina fucking stunk this year. And then the college basketball is gone and all the rest of sports are gone. And it was just a terrible fucking day. So I hate tweeted. I mean tweeted. I angry tweeted. <laughs> Never. Well, I mean, that's a uh, that's a net benefit in a way because I mean, like, would UNC have done anything in the tournament? I, they I mean, were one of the last games, Brett, to play, and they lost in their conference championship, so they finished their season. They were one of the fucking two percent of teams to finish their season this year, and they lost by thirty <laughs> to Syracuse. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so don't 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 say what else could go wrong because something will. Everything did go wrong. I, uh, that was, uh, that was Spurs heat though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think when the Spurs won the first game, I was wasted at, uh, spring awakening. And I think I angry tweeted too. Cause I was like, I don't know about you guys, but America just won the first game of the NBA finals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think everyone outside of Miami hated the shit out of the Miami heat. Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, like, now it's, like, looking back on it, it's just, like, yeah, I get it. Like, go team up with your friends because that'd be fun as fuck to play with your friends and you're win every game. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, now we don't have any sports. I would take a super team against children right now that <laughs> I just – I can't I can't fathom any more time without competition. Yeah, I've been losing my fucking mind. That's why I went – 
life for wee bowling. I was like, I was just messed up in the head, you know, I needed, I needed to win something. And when I was finishing my live, I was next to the screen with the 300 in the back. And I was like, the best part about this is, uh, nobody can beat me. You can only talk. <laughs> Get as good at something as nobody can beat you. They can only tie you. That is pretty and cool. Like, yeah, I do. Like I was like the jokes were good. The 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 camaraderie between myself and my thoughts was just working. Everything was clicking. I walked outside and my dad was like, "Did you do it?" And I was like, "I did it. I did it. <laughs> I did it, Dad. I did it, Dad. You proud of me?" You you and everyone else said I couldn't, and guess what? I did it in your face. Son, I never said yeah. you couldn't. Well, just doubt me. I have no competition <laughs> in my life. Please give me something. I need haters, Dad, please. Fuel this fire. <laughs> Fuel the fire, baby. Oh, man. And, like, I, I wanted to say that um, it made me want to, like, get back into a bowling alley. But, like, thinking about this virus and everything... Like, a bowling alley is the worst place to be. Dude. Like, those balls are disgusting. Right when, yeah. right when it came up, like, I was like, there's no way we're going to bowl this week. And we ended up bowling, and I was like, I can understand if it was, like like you just said, if it was any other league, I'd be fine. You could social distance in, like, a, most sports other than football, but you don't, like, I don't play pickup football. But like, like you just right. said, like, a bowling alley is a fucking cesspool. Yeah. Dude, the seats are gross. The balls, every finger has been in there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like, and the 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 biggest reason I I'm not dying to get back in the alley is that I'm not good at real bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people understand how much I hate being not good at things. Yeah, it's frustrating. And I'm for just sure. like mediocre at a lot of things and like slightly above average at a couple things like i'm i don't have an area of expertise i don't have like this willing just mental toughness to get to being an expert at anything but the things that i'm okay at i need to keep doing and like the things that i'm bad at maybe i have to toss out the window yeah, that's why playing tennis was so fucking hard. I'm, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but literally me and my buddy played doubles senior year, and we would get fucking murked by these kids that would look like absolute dweebs. Sure, they were good kids. Not a bully. Nerds are cool, too. <laughs> but it was so frustrating. These kids were probably like 6'3", 115 pounds, fucking missling balls in my forehead, and I was just <laughs> so aggravated. <laughs> dude i played uh i played pickup uh soccer and um uh, like i I'm, I'm not even good at soccer like i wasn't good at that either but like just to feel competitive like i i played goalie and like I, i'm horrible but, didn't you break your finger like, oh yeah i jammed the shit out of my thumb and my ring finger um <laughs> and like my hand is pretty fricked but like it's still fricked uh, and it you. happened like months ago but like that's what i'm fine with that like jamming a finger makes you feel alive it yeah, sucks and it's fucking feel something dude i would i would take an elbow to the jaw for an and one right now no question i wouldn't go that far <laughs> <laughs> that hurts so 
fucking bad. And it's you it like yeah. 99.9% of the time it's not on purpose. So you not only does it hurt so bad, but you can't even really get mad at the other person. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's more of you just I, putting I your more... face into their elbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I actually end up apologizing after it happens. Right. Sorry, man. My face got in there way too aggressive. Yeah. My bad. You're damn right. <laughs> All right sorry, dude. sir. Next time I won't say sorry, dick fuck. <laughs> dick fuck. <laughs> he just called you a dick fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what to say back. <laughs> The one social distancing activity that's, like, extremely appealing is probably golfing at this point. And I'm not good enough at golfing to, like, enjoy myself doing it without me getting frustrated, like, a billion times Agreed. in between. I get so frustrated so easily in golf. Dude, yeah. Cliff, you absolutely assault golf balls, though. Yeah. Like, you can oh, smack I one, like, 350. Yeah, I swing so hard. He's like a two. Yeah, for, he's like a two for eighteen guy, but those two yeah. are fucking missiles. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh when I get a hold of one, it's a lot of fun. But every other one, every one that I don't, so like Brady said, the other sixteen, <laughs> not good. Yeah, not great. But Dude, yeah, I swing was... like a granny just so it goes straight. <laughs> like my club speed is like negative. That's the biggest part of golf is hitting the ball straight. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if you fucking dribble it. As long as it goes straight, like, I mean, you get another chance from the fairway. If you fucking hit it to your left into the rough and then you dribble it, it goes two yards. Like, if you hit it straight, you're going to end up with more success even if you fuck up the shot. Yeah. I don't know if that made yeah, any I sense. Mean, I don't fucking know shit I, about golf. Yeah, I like to play I, I, I agree with that, but... But I'm not good. Like, going back to my just mental... Uh, ability to handle pressure. I just want to impress people with how hard I can swing. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty impressive. Because if it does go far and straight, like I can quit the hole. Yeah, like, but I, you I'm, don't. I'm good. <laughs> you don't want that to be the first hole for that to happen, though, because then it'll be like, oh fuck, this guy's awesome. He's gonna do this all around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. My my thing is, I I would I love doing it on the first. Uh, tea box because like there's people yeah. at the pro shop there's people around and like if I fucking jag yeah like then they're like oh fuck this dude I jag but it if I, all like, the time but just for I, that reason if I pipe it if I pipe it and then just drive off like I can go suck on the holes further from the pro shop they don't have to know and about nobody that. knows like I I left I left the first tea box and put the idea in people's head that. I know how to play this game. You didn't even go and chip. I can do it you just well. picked it up and went to the next hole. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> I just I <laughs> par three is not my thing. I only like drivable greens and if after the drive is done, so am I. <laughs> that was the best when we had that when we did that. Take that, it. Uh, I'd take that it. Golf outing for Whatever baseball team you coached. Oh, yeah. That was the best because you have to hit, like, you don't even have to hit a good shot during a round. Your teammates can pick you up. I mean, per hole. Yeah, that, I was so pumped about that. I love playing in scrambles because yeah. it's the best thing in the world. Like, instead of me getting frustrated and hating the people that I'm playing with, all I have to do yeah. is 
kill a drive Dude, that or make was a crazy, putt. Though. We probably hit everybody like else can do the short chips and all that good jazz. Six or seven twenty foot putts. Absurd. And we were we were seven under. Yeah, that was electric. <laughs> That's so those amazing. twenty footers were the only putts that we hit. <laughs> yeah. Five five footer for birdie, two putts for birdie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could we couldn't make the gimmies. That was the toughie. Um, well, the boys had, uh, Brady and Brez had a little birthday celebration in quarantine. Um, we got a couple more things on the agenda for today. Um, so we'll be back. Brez turned 25. Brady turned 23. The boys had birthdays in quarantine. What the fuck was that like? Sad, bro. I mean, it was, there were some benefits. So, like, my Aunt Peggy dropped off these like really fire steaks from Chicago golf. And then I, um, like had a little zoom thing with like a few homies, but it was just like, you can't leave the house. You can't do anything. It's like, you can't go out and get drinks with your friends. It's like, Oh, well, guess this will, this is what a birthday would be like if you don't have any friends, which is just like the most (laughs) depressing thing in the world. But it was, it was, all around, it was decent for what it could have been. Yeah. Mine fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I not Not all I have to say. I mean, I mean, if you've listened this far, you already know Michael Jordan is my hero all time. Turning 23, I was going to have uh, a party at Bernie's, a wristband deal. It was going to be epic. But um, <laughs> I sat at home, got wasted. Um, I think I had some beat ups. Can't remember. But then I had to go to work the next day. Like it was like every other Wednesday on my twenty third fucking birthday. Supposed to be the best birthday yet. And then dumb bitch Corona. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my voice. I may or may not cry right now. I I just don't. I mean, yeah, I it's it's horrible. And of course, you wish you could be with your boys, but. Smash Mouth was right, man. The years start coming, and they just don't stop coming. Dude, this year yeah. is going by so fucking fast. 2020? Dude, this year is dragging no, like ass. From, from 22 to 23. But I think, uh, this, year's, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think this year is going really fast, too. It's already fucking April. Yeah. I don't know, dude. March felt like an eternity. Dude, they're already moving back quarantines again. California's moved back to May 15th. Great. Oh, what yeah. a disaster. Dude, Dude if we get... What were you saying? I, I, It's just like, I'm I'm starting to get to the point, like last week, I think I talked about it, how I was like going a little bit crazy. Now I'm just like generally getting sad. Like, I was yeah. talking about crying. I don't cry. I don't have feelings, but I'm sad. <laughs> I don't have feelings. <laughs> just walk around my house yeah, and I look like sadness from inside out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I agree with you. I I like I just don't know what to do ever. Like there's not a time in the day where I'm fully in on what I'm about to do. Yeah. Like even like when I get up, like each each night I go to bed, I'm like, "Ah, maybe we'll get up and like start the day a little earlier than we did." Um, but like what the fuck's the point? You know? Yeah. Dude, every like day if, is Groundhog Day. Yeah, like if I get up at nine, and then like I get a sh- like shower and do everything and like get ready for the day, 
by 10, I have 12 hours until <laughs> until and the day shuts I'm down. ready to do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, 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 what am I ready for? I'm ready to sit on the couch. I'm ready to be horizontal for another six hours straight. Like... I'm ready to watch more true crime documentaries, dude. I have been binging true crime documentaries. I heard that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's good. I just, like... If you haven't watched it, gotta watch the Ted Bundy tapes. They're amazing. So, like, the reason I'm so fucking sad about all this is that, like, I'm going to work regularly, Monday through Friday. Like, nothing has changed. Like, we're still sort of busy, like, still doing the same old thing. And then I get off work at 4.30. It used to be such a great feeling. And now I'm just like, well, okay. It's fucking Friday. On my way home, super excited. For what? Like, it's starting to piss me off. Yeah, but, like, I guess got to try and find the bright side you have money like you're getting paid yeah like, I, I, i'd rather be with I, I, I know i know it sucks i know it's like the whole thing is just a punch to the groin but like i guess we just gotta like stay positive no I'm, yeah i got this i have like i was staying positive for a while i said it. it's just the past couple of days it finally hit me but like i'll obviously bounce back right i know you bounce back pretty easy you bounce back hard um but like I, I do agree with you. Like I, I'm, I'm bummed most days. Yeah. Like, there, the the thing that would make it so much easier is if they just put a date out there that something will happen. I just so wish like someone every would tell mo- the truth. Like I feel like there's a yeah. new lie every day. Yeah, I mean, but that's just like. I mean, Every I know other it's not their fault, this. but, like, because nobody knows shit, but, like, just don't have a press conference every day. Come out every week and just say what you found because doing it every day, you change your mind every day and people start freaking out. Market goes up, then it's going to come back down. And then people are going to start being lackadaisical with social distancing and then it's going to come back. Like, there has to be a certain person, and this is where I think – I don't want to get into politics, but Trump's kind of fucked up. He hasn't been a leader. He's just been passing his questions off to everybody else. Like, stand up there, tell us what's going on, and give us concrete answers. Everybody's wondering, like, all the time. Yeah, nobody knows Mm -hmm. a shit. I don't know shit about fuck. Yeah. Dude, Dr. Fauci for president. Dude's (laughs) a G. He fucking hates Trump. Yeah. But, like, if they just, like, if they gave us, say, like, June 15th, X is going to happen. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even care what it is. You'd be like, ah, on June 15th, um, a monkey's going to try and throw a banana through a hole. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, try and learn how to throw a baseball. I'd be like, let's fucking ride yeah i'd be counting down the days <laughs> till that monkey finds out what a two seam fastball is and what a four seam fastball is yeah so that's the thing about work like you're look, you're trying to figure out like not figure out you're trying to look for something to make you stay positive during this whole entire thing to get to june x or whatever so you do your best to stay positive because you know you have something at the end of the tunnel how do you want me to sit in the office all week and work hard for no reward at the end Right. Well. It's the American way. Well, the thought of baseball coming back in the middle of May has got me moister than an oyster. I don't care that there's not going to be fans there. 
But oh, yeah, the fact that there could be a sport that we could watch and gamble on is yeah. amazing. I'm going to start betting on uh, simulated Madden games later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. I, if I don't even, yeah, I, I agree with you, Brez. I don't give a frick if there's not a single person in the stands. Play something. You're so far away from everyone if you play baseball. Like, the only problem you'll have is if you get walked. You're going to be standing next to the first baseman for a little bit. Yeah. Other than that, swing for the fences and don't talk to anybody. You know what don't I mean? Take like, a if you walk. hit a home run, if you hit a home run, maybe they don't even have you run the bases because you're getting too close to people. Like, whatever. Who cares? Just play. Like, and the, the, the athletes have to be fucking pissed too because, like, they're not getting I'm sure they're getting paid but like they're not getting paid you know like yeah cap space is gonna fall if like teams don't have any income to pay and like fucking Manny Machado and Harper just got 300 mils and like that's gotta be taking a hit you know like as the organization you gotta be getting kicked for that one right now I didn't read into it good enough but they came up with like some deal where they're still getting paid, but, like, at a certain time, they'll stop. And then, obviously, they don't get game checks or whatever or something like that. But I, I just hope this makes people realize that Ever said, oh, it's just sports. It's okay. It's, it's like, sports are a part of life, and people need to start realizing that. You can't just be like, oh, it's just sports. It'll be okay. No, it's not just sports. We don't have it, and the world's going crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Agreed. Dude, sports viewership, like, spikes every time that there's any sort of crisis because it's something constant that people can lean on. It's like right. a morale booster. It's a morale constant. Yeah. Like, even if your team sucks, it gives you a couple hours of an escape where reality doesn't really matter. Like, what yeah, matters and, is the game. Yeah, and now all we have is reality, and there are few escapes exactly and uh i could tell the boys are getting a little stir crazy yep i ate a tums earlier and i forgot and i just put my finger in my mouth and something white came out and i thought a piece of my tooth broke off oh my god don't touch (laughs) your face i had to tell somebody that (laughs) (laughs) well you just told 28 total people my guys and gals. My guys and gals. Um, another thing that, like, talking about baseball, uh, the worst part of this whole thing is the Astros. They don't get their shame tour. Do you think like, people yeah. are going to – I mean, like, obviously no one's going to forget, forget, but, like, are you saying that you think it's going to somewhat be diminished because people are just going to be so excited to have baseball back? Yes, hands down. And I think, like, right now I should – be waiting for two o'clock to hit so that the whole Astros lineup is getting hit by pitches like that they should be knee deep in bruises you know like I or just the stupid fans having those great signs that are just like Astros are gonna steal this sign too and like yeah it's hilarious like yeah, I, they're saying I that arenas are like taking them away Exactly. Hence the stealing signs. Because they're stealing signs. No, I know, but I'm saying like... They 
the they commissioner. Steal signs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, the commissioner like is telling these arenas to take the signs away. Like that, I don't, I don't get that. Why do you feel somewhat bad for them? They because they're a bunch everything. of wham snowflakes. They deserve everything that they get. Everything. Yeah, I agree. I, I think. Um... I just think that the, it's it's fucked up, like the whole situation. And now that they're just, they got off so fucking easy, dude. They got off way too easy. Yeah, I mean, easier easier than I get off, and I get off pretty easy. <laughs> Took me a second. The one like net benefit I do think about having fanless stadiums with teams playing the Astros is like if they're still getting pegged it's like a pro to pro like fuck you I don't respect you which makes it the the drama like even higher because it's not just the fans it's like the actual participants in that pro league which just makes like the drama 50 times right. greater so much more personal yeah, yeah that's exactly a, that's a really good point well a lot of the guys actually like took it very personal and were like really pissed off I mean which is understandable, but... Yeah. Dude, Jose Canseco was like, if you could have given me the option between steroids and knowing what pitch is coming, I would have, like, taken knowing what pitch is coming 11 times out of 10. Like, all the, like, the roid guys were like, that's way worse than what we did. Yeah, that's actually insane that you, like, someone... Of course someone would rather know what pitch is coming than have any other muscle benefit. Yeah. But I do agree with you, that would be, like... Because if you're at the game and there's, like, just thousands of fans, like, chanting, like, fuck you and all that stuff, that's one thing. And, like, a pitcher might throw at them just to get the fans fired up. Mm-hmm. But if they do it without fans, you're right. That's a complete and utter fuck you, I don't respect you. Yeah. It makes it but, so much more dramatic. But I do think, like, there are some pitchers out there now that rather than pegging them, they just want to fucking... Strike them out. Strike them out. Yeah. What I. What a nice little sneaky move by the Roids guys to come out and just be like, yeah, yeah. what they did was way worse. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that is fucking hilarious. They just got a group chat like Sosa, Maguire, and Kitseko just hit each other up all at the same time. Hey, let's go, boys. Let's get out ahead of this and clean our plate here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, I mean, I, I was ready to kill somebody, but if you gave me a gun, I totally would have done it easier. <laughs> the week before the Astros League came out, their group check consisted of McGuire and Canseco just fucking trying to figure out what Sosa took to make him turn white. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were hitting the same amount of home runs. I thought we were taking the same shit, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Oh, my God. I, um... I wish I like I because now I think uh, I do have an Astros hat. Like I got it because um, I was a fan of Bregman, um, the organization that I coach for. I got to meet him, and he seemed like a pretty cool guy. But like, what do I do now with the hat? I think I might have said it before. I might just get like a silver sharpie and put a little asterisk above it. Yeah, that sucks yeah. for the Astros too because their logo is just so easy to like make into an asterisk now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Like, it's the closest thing to an asterisk that you could get. 
Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Has anybody made that? Like, has anybody just made the star and asterisk behind the H? I've seen a lot of people just calling them the Houston asterisks. Yeah. You said it pretty early, Brez, though. Maybe we got out in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to give myself a little bit of credit for that. Yeah, we might have to check the tapes on that. That was a good one. Um, Well... What's up? Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, well, we'll come back to it. If you if you, if you you think about it, that's fine. I'll remember, but, uh, like, boys... next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> next episode, Brady will remember what he was thinking at 1.32 April 11th. <laughs> All right, the boys are going to get back into finding out how we gamble and how we uh, make money without losing money. So we'll be back in a sec. So the ponies, fellas. Fuck them. Ponies. I'm just kidding. I love them. Yeah, I love them. And uh, the the key to success is uh, it's definitely not not knowing because I don't know a single thing and I've lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like as people, if you like are out to make big money, horse racing is not the thing for you really because like – you're never going to go for the favorite if you're in it to make like 500 bucks on a couple bets and the favorite like wins a lot because he's the favorite and he's the favorite for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried to do the, like the long shots where you pick, uh, the exact or the trifecta. Yeah. You got to pick the, the order and who comes in first, second, third, blah, blah, blah. But that's so fucking difficult. Like, I thought, like, maybe I'd get lucky, like, just randomly picking numbers and, like, oh, hey, did they come in first, second, third? No, they came in sixth, seventh, and ninth. (laughs) Does that win me any monies? Yeah, like, if I pick the horses that come in last, is that that good? That's probably just as hard. Yeah, it's definitely as hard, and I've done that multiple times. And I feel like I should get some credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> you just get an email from TVG. You have been so bad, and all your horses have come in last place, <laughs> that we are not only impressed, but we actually very deeply saddened for you. Here's $5,000. I would I'd be so happy. Hey, my computer's at 69%. That's lit. Hey, nice. Mine's but, at 44, um, which reminded me of Rizzo, which reminded me of baseball, reminded me that I still hate Corona. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, what we haven't talked about since we were talking about the horses. How the fuck are they still racing? <laughs> I don't know, dude. The jockeys are very petite people. They can't have great immune systems. Yeah, right? that's true. Is that how that works? I think they have less organs or something like that. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Dude? That's why they're so small. <laughs> uh, but like, I I currently have horses going on on my TV right now. Um, what Golf channel Park is this on? Five. What? What channel is this on? Uh, it's on TVG. If you got Xfinity, that is two sixty. Um, and apparently, like, it's part of a packet. Like, you have to buy it it's not just given so i don't know if my mom is also <laughs> gambling on horses but this channel is is here and it's it's ready to rock that's what she's <laughs> screaming at at 4 a.m all the time 
I was so confused when she just kept screaming at 4 a.m. Give him the whip. Give him the whip. <laughs> I was like, my dad's not even here. Yeah. <laughs> Be concerned. Yeah. I, like... I don't know how I have it, but I'm not mad. I actually am kind of mad about it because I just like the horses, the races, there's like multiple tracks that are going on. So one race ends and then two to three minutes later, another horse race starts. And it's like everything that just happened is null and void. You have to gamble on this one as well. Yeah, but that's kind of why I'm glad that I don't know anything about it because I would sit and wait. But now I just fire on every single race. So I don't have to wait for anything. Yeah, exactly. I just, I just lose over and over and over again. It's like playing yeah, the so, scratchies. You, <laughs> yeah, I, it's like buying a bunch of scratch-offs. That just makes me a really good horse better because you know what they say. If you get everything wrong on the ACT, you get a 36. <laughs> that's, that's what they don't tell you. <laughs> it works a little differently in gambling, but I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I wish I bet this race. Uh, what was the fucking, what was the 25 to 1 that we missed? What was his name? He's a babe. He's a babe. He's a babe. I'm going to tweet out some pics later, too. Yeah. Because I got to get back Uh, to my ice cold. You got to get what? My ice cold pics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm one and one. I'll edit this today, and uh, it'll be out by today. So if you want to find a race on tomorrow that you like a horse by the end of this little spiel... No, I'm going to do it live. Oh, you're going to live it? Love yeah, it. like 30 seconds after we're done with this. For sure. <laughs> um, Brez, you might need to get into it. Because a podcast with only two out of three gamblers doesn't really Oh, I'll get into home. it. I'm going to look up this guy, the mathematician, who developed a, an algorithm to bet on horse racing. And he's won like a couple billion dollars. But he has like over... I think it was, like, two, yeah, like. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, but he has, like, like between 200 and 350 million unclaimed winnings because it's at at this point it's too dangerous for him to claim the winnings because people want his head because he figured out a way to game the system. What? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's a mathematician. He's fucking brilliant. So I'm going to try and learn his system. What does math have to do with a four-legged horse? That's what I don't like, that people... Statistical like gambling, anomalies. Gambling's just supposed to be fun. Like, toss a bunch of money, hope you win. And there's some people out there that are, like, just in on ruining that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this Dude, isn't how I would it. be moister than an <laughs> oyster if I had a billion dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah, if I had a billion dollars, I'd have fun. I probably wouldn't live very long, but it would be a good time. Oh, I'd give myself fucking 36 Uh, days. Um, I'm actually going to look up the next race right now. Where are we at? Gulfstream? No. Tampa Bay? No. Oaklawn? Sure. Oh, I logged out. (laughs) Um, But, Brez, you got any questions about horse racing? Not that me and Brady can help much, but... (laughs) I'm just gonna pick your system. Is it names or numbers? Uh, they get they get both a name and a number. No, I know, but like <laughs> you pick off of names or numbers. <laughs> um, so the the number uh, stays like so like 
number one is red always number two is gray always so it's just like whatever the horse like whatever placement in the line the horse gets is what number they get so like they don't have the same number throughout their career gotcha gotcha um, it changes race to race but the name does stay the same the entire time the one thing i can tell you brez is that even though it's number one doesn't always mean it's gonna finish first i tried that (laughs) (laughs) good intel good intel brady (laughs) that's fucking hilarious (laughs) i don't know where i I don't know where i went wrong but oh my god in the next race at uh oak lawn race Oak Lawn in Illinois? No. I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Um, the, the eight horse is Skull Factor. S-K-O-L. What? Nice. The fav- yeah, I was going to bet on him, and then I realized he's the heavy favorite, so my name looking is correct. I'm doing pretty well. Skull. What? Gate now, tis time. Wait, that's there's a name one of a named horse. Illuminati, too. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's the seven horse. That's racist. Oh, Gambler Rocket. That's me. All right. That's who we're betting on. The ten horse, Gambler Rocket. Let's go, Rocket. I'm taking Skull. You're taking Skull? He's the heavy favorite. I know. One of them's got to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming again for us. Um, hopefully... I mean, podcast numbers are down with all this. Nobody's commuting anymore. Nobody's really going anywhere. So um, you don't really have any time to throw on a podcast. But hopefully you throw it on because you like either me, Brady, or Brez. Or maybe you're a slim few that like all three of us. (laughs) (laughs) So, fellas, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real. It has not been fun real. It's been great chilling with the homies, or lack thereof. Yeah, the uh, the video chats are the only thing kind of keeping us sane, but it just makes us want to give each other a bunch of smooches in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so many face kisses are getting doled out after this. <laughs> oh, hands down. Oh, my God, I'm breaking all the quarantine rules in 30 seconds once I get released. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drive to both your houses. I'm not going to wash my hands for three years. all right fellas ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in this has been the washed up pod we'll be back um next episode hopefully we'll be with pat mallers check out his music while you can and uh all right peace out peace out (laughs) give me my fucking glasses (laughs) you hear me now